Welcome to Sports, 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 the ham and cheese of sports and culture. Mm. Coming to you from Park Place Arts in Anderson, Indiana. With me tonight, my co-host, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Mm, Then I do that. (laughs) And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, episode 55. We're already we're already hitting the culture right there, right at the top. Yeah. Rel- keeping it relevant, right? right? Yeah, yeah, struck it. me as yeah. funny. Yeah. Oh. So you're doing, spot on. You're doing well. Yeah, three beers in. I like I like the moment that we hit play. You guys in in synchronicity. Uh-huh. Took a drink of beer. At the same, at the time. same time. Yeah. It was Ooh. cute. It was cute. So, anything you want to get started with? Are we just like gonna giggle around? Or? Let's just let's just All right, jump in. Yeah. All right, how about, how some, about some headlines? Yeah, yeah, okay. Headline number one: uh, the Mad Ants are mad. Oh, yeah. Let me let me uh, let me set this up for you. So, in the new NBA uh, 2K19 video game, okay, an video amazingly game. selling video game, uh, it, the star of the single player <laughs> My Career Mode. Finds himself in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Fort Wayne. As a player for the Mad Wait, Ants. This is your team? This this is This is a setting. This is, this is Oh, so this yeah, is a setting. Is, Sorry. You can go to the I'm still career. laughing at the Urkel. Yeah, in the career mode you can pick a player. Oh, right. You, okay. Yeah. Or it, I'm yes, with you. you so that means everyone who plays this game, when they play the single player mode, they will start out on the Mad Ants. That's pretty cool. The Fort yeah. Wayne it is pretty cool. That yeah. is cool. Fort Wayne you know Mad why they're Ant. called well, the Mad Ants? Matt Anthony Wayne. There you go. Yeah. Wikipedia that. Yeah. Uh, fallen, wait, fall, there's, there's yeah. Battle but of Fallen there's, Timbers. But there's more to this. It's yeah. cool, sort of. <laughs> okay. So let me set this up. So early in the game, the main character, you, uh-huh. uh, you're sitting on a bench in the Matt Ant's locker room, and you're 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 devastated because you didn't make it to the NBA out of oh college. Gosh. Oh, uh, you, this you, article you now. played just a short time in Shanghai, China, population twenty four point two million, and Small now town. and now you're in the G League in Fort Wayne, Indiana, population two hundred sixty four thousand. Bigger than Green Bay. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's larger than I thought it was. But according to this, I'm gonna steal your thunder. According to the game, Fort Wayne doesn't have restaurants. Oh, let me, well, let me. I get into this. So don't okay. jump the shark here. Yeah. yeah. So you're sitting on the bench. Did I do that? <laughs> p- p- picture, yeah. Picture, picture yourself you're sitting on the bench, and the coach walks in and says, "Hey, welcome to the Mad Ants, son." And you say, "Thank you, sir. Glad say, to be here." You're not my dad. Yeah. Coach says, "I appreciate you saying that with a straight face." And you say, uh, sorry, sir, I didn't mean to offend you. And he goes, no, no, it's Fort Wayne, Indiana, you know. I mean, here's what you need to know. The summers, (laughs) the winters, okay? We don't have any sports stations here, so we get all our news from the Indianapolis affiliate, okay? Let me tell you something about Indianapolis. They think they're so cool because they have, like, restaurants and a mall. And, and, hey, and, Fort Wayne's and, got a mall with and, an ice skating rink. And schools. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need all that stuff in Fort Wayne, okay? Thank you very much. But uh, we've got other stuff here, like... Uh, okay. Um, we've got... Uh, uh, and then you say... Basketball. Basketball. He goes, yeah, like basketball. like basketball, and uh, uh, you know what else? Shoot we have? the rock. Uh, Amish people. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. And they AKA drive Amos. <laughs> they drive real slow in those little horse and buggies. I tell you what. But you know what they do? They make really great furniture. Did you know that? They can make any kind of furniture. They made this desk for me. You got to pay them in cash though, because they don't like to pay taxes because they hate the government. This I'm not. All yeah, in the game? yeah. I'm not. He goes. I'm not sure. Wow. If, yeah, he goes. I'm not sure if <laughs> that's true. This is quite yeah. inaccurate well, as well. The coach. The coach does say. I'm not sure if that's true, but that's my theory. Yeah. No, that's not how these things work. You can't just like say stuff about people <laughs> and they be like, well, I don't know if that's true. So, and it's not you all. It's can. not all negative. The coach goes on to say, if you treat Fort Wayne right, she'll pay you back in full. Oh, Fort Wayne's th- a woman. I think that should be just the town. Yeah. motto treat me right now I'll, yeah. I'll give it <laughs> I'll up i'll pay you back in full and also while while you're spending your time in indiana besides working on your game you also get to visit the indiana state fair and hang out in the corn maze so <laughs> only a, only a 90 mile drive <laughs> yeah so uh i don't know if you guys are aware you probably are but the mad ants are owned by the pacers organization right 
So after reviewing details of the game, uh, Brett Rockwood, who's the Pacers senior vice president, corporate community and public relations, said that they're disappointed with the developers. He said, uh, we weren't informed of the game developer's narrative and portrayal of Fort Wayne, which we strongly disagree with. We know through our firsthand experience, Fort Wayne is a great place to live, work, and play. It's banging. Well, it is. <laughs> but the president of the Mad Ants, Tim Bauman, said, let's put this into perspective. Let's. He says, there Shall are gamers we? across the world that are going to be playing this game who've never heard of Fort Wayne before. So you got kids in China, Japan, Australia, Brazil, playing a video game that mentions the Fort Wayne Mad Ants. So it puts us on the map. He says, you wish they would have done a little more research on the city than what they did, but hopefully we'll turn a negative into a positive. And the reason they chose the Mad Ants, besides the name uh, and the fun logo... Red pixels were free. No, the guy who wrote... The My Career Mode is Indiana native Adam Holtzel. Yeah, so that's why. You said that like we He wrote about him. what? Well, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Adam he's from, Indi- he's from Indiana, so he's writing yeah. what he knows. What, how many people in Indiana? 3.2 million? Yeah, that's something it. like yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, personally, I'm not offended. I think, like, that's... I don't care. Don't that's in Fort Wayne. Yeah, but... I, well, I believe they refer to themselves as the fort. Yeah, yeah. I don't it's know. I mean, yeah. Fort Wayne, I think... Uh, I'll Fort say, Wayne wishes they were Indy. You know what though? I, they wish I they think were I think Fort Wayne is a really nice town. There's a there's a lot of nice things in Fort Wayne. Burial place of Johnny Appleseed. Nice. Uh, we've got beautiful. Uh, they, they have great, of, of great historical significance. Fort mm-hmm. Wayne. No. That's, very historical. That's legit. Very historical. Yeah. They have a pretty downtown. Yep. Lots of beautiful green mm-hmm. spaces. Great river development. Yeah, it's a it's a nice place. So I think downtown you know I like I like the attitude. I saw Willie Nelson of Fort Wayne once. It ruled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like the attitude of the Mad Ants president because I think yeah it's it's gonna expose people to this team that they might not have known about. And it's funny. It's so you know it's self-deprecating, but like, sure. it's hey, not self-deprecating because it, one, it's not them, so it's not. I mean, the guy who wrote it's from Indiana. Well, I guess okay. That Maybe he's sense. from the yeah, fort. Fair enough. He's from where? Maybe he's from the Maybe fort. Maybe he is from the fort. <laughs> it's a fun. That's. I bet he's from Munster. I bet he's from Muncie. <laughs> yeah, Muncie. <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens. Apparently, the Probably Pacers organization is not happy about it, and they're reaching out to the developers Rucheville. to see. Well, it doesn't, honestly. They're not going to change this game. This no. game literally releases, like, it, it, it releases yeah, this month. It's so. been pressed but already. They, but the way yeah. they release them is... Yeah, I mean, you can, ch- you, can cha- yeah, you can change things, but this, yeah, the millions of dollars that went into making these, right. yeah, they're not going to redo that. It's, like, it's going to be the Mad Ants, the, and yeah, it's... It's funny. Yeah, well, the, well, is it, though? I guess, <laughs> yeah, to me, that's the funny. more offensive hey, part is, like... Hey, it's funny. It's not funny. It's funny. I think it's kind of funny. You do? Okay, yeah. I'm outnumbered here. That's <laughs> fine. I didn't think that... I, personally, I didn't think the jokes landed. I think thumbs down for the weather. Uh, it's kind of weak. It's weak sauce. Well, uh, I don't like true. the... I don't like the Amo hate, but... Hey, he said they make nice furniture. That's true. Yeah, they do, they but do they don't nice. believe in banks. It has nothing to do with him hating the government. Well, that's what he said. Taxes. He said that was just what he, you know, it was just his. They, his I mean, theory. Uh, they go to banks. I think I've seen buggies at banks. I used to go up there a lot. You know how you can tell an Amo house from a, of a from an English house, which is anybody that's not Amo is uh, English. Yeah, the electrical ones. At nighttime. Yeah. Uh, they have at no nighttime. Problem. That's the main way. At nighttime, their windows glow blue because what? they're burning kerosene lamps. That's how you know. What? Go up to Amo country and drive around at night. Why was houses that glow why blue? Why do you keep saying Amo? I mean, it's I know. short for Amish. Okay. It's, it's the col- same. It's they're both two syllables. It's a colloquialism. Yeah. They're both two syllables. It's not short. Mm-hmm. Amish, Amo. Yeah, they're two syllables. Same, same. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, okay. Okay. Fine. Guess got anything else to say about the Mad Ants? No. You no. Good luck to, to the them NFL? this year. I think they're gonna do great. Mad they're Anthony gonna... Wayne was a jerk, hey, though. Buy the game. Tell us how you do on the Mad Ants. We're excited to hear. Uh, moving on uh, to the NFL. Let's hear the tale of Martavis Bryant. Oh, oh Mar- Martavis Bryant. Martavis yeah. Bryant. He's back with he, my Oakland Raiders. Yeah. Have you after, been keeping up with this? Not really. After they cut him. Yep. He was let go uh, right after game four of the preseason. Yeah. And the last cut when they had to get down to 53. Yep. So he was, well, no, it was before they had to get down to 53. He was cut. And I think it was because he he did something with the team. There was some sort of 
Was uh, he smoking Jays again? I believe that's what happened. Probably. And I think they may have cut him because he was about to get about to get tested. That, oh, I'm actually uh, kind of putting oh, this together. Oh, right now. I like this. He I, got that Northern California cushy cush, and so they cut him so they didn't pee test him, and now they've signed him again. I'm wondering. I like I'm it. I'm starting hey, to reread this. Boy, I hope if that's... I'm I like this. Uh, go, good on Gruden, if that's the case. Because uh, these guys should be able to smoke if they want to. Yeah, so I'm wondering if they... he they, they cut him. He was having problems. He had already served a suspension last year. Yeah. yeah. Served a suspension last that's year. That's why he got passed up by Juju Smith-Schuster. He had some, some team fines during preseason, and now I'm... Really wondering if they caught him doing it's something. It's filthy, and I love all of it. Caught him doing something and said, we're going to let you go. You're going to lose a game check. Yeah. We're going to bring you back week two. We're going to reset that clock, and then you don't get tested. Not good for my fantasy player, Jordy Nelson, but uh, well, I like it. I like it. it. The fantasy player, Jordy Nelson, was already a bad pick on your team. so He hadn't lost any speed. So he's, he's just for Julie. Maybe it had something to do with them getting blown out 33 to 13 and looking <sighs> terrible the entire time. And now Derek Carr possibly being hurt. So you need as many. AJ McCarron. AJ McCarron era begins. And it will never change. Super Bowl winner. He'll win a Super Bowl. Right, sure. Well, yep. As a backup. So that's what's going mm. on with Martavis Bryant. I don't know. Man, Martavis I Martavis really loves the Chiba. I'm gonna have to look into this now. I think I'm I'm, I'm wondering. Late breaking. We started to put some things together. Maybe Here we that's go. what happened. What's next? All right, moving on. Aaron Rodgers is walking through that tunnel. Aaron Rodgers suffered a knee injury in the first half of the uh, Green Bay. Who they play? Chicago. Chicago game. Oh yeah, because they had my boy from the Raiders. Khalil that's Mack. Khalil Mack that's now a bear and looks good. But Aaron Rodgers, I saw a great thing on Twitter where they did his post-game interview, and these guys were on Twitter were claiming that they had just, like, pumped him full of painkillers because hmm. he was all grins in the post-conference. And oh, they're like, really? They are like, so, Aaron, what happened? <laughs> uh, what happened with the injury? And he just goes, my knee! <laughs> and he's smiling. <laughs> and, yeah, it. dude, it was <laughs> awesome. Like, he was stoned to the bone. It was yeah. great. They were like, here, swallow this. So, swallow yeah. these two reds. These two reds, these two greens, and, yeah. you know, here's some smelling why, salt. Why don't you lay down? Pat him on the butt. Get back out Give there, bud. Minutes. Yeah, yeah, get back out there mm-hmm. this is odd you're giving chug, me chug this gatorade drink these three red <laughs> yes. bulls yes do this line so he comes in like what about uh two four minutes something like a four minutes into the third quarter he came yeah, he out did, and he didn't he, he didn't he didn't miss much time nope he just missed. but he went out on the cart which i was like oh man he, he came out of the game uh then uh kaiser deshaun kaiser came in looked terrible uh Khalil uh, Mack. is that a shock it was a shock. Kaiser. I was a little shocked. I was shocked he looked that bad. Kaiser Sose? <laughs> no, it's Deshaun Kaiser Sose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's a good thing that Aaron Rodgers came back. He's still listed day to day. So maybe whatever they did give him isn't wore uh, off. Isn't a permanent fix. No, it's, I think he's. It's, I, it's yeah, a few, few I mean, hours he was, of power. He was. Right there. It was the <laughs> hour of power. Yes. Thank you, Jake Sasa. They scored seventeen yeah. points in the in the or. Is our, they scored 21 points in what 12 minutes in the f- in the fourth quarter, came back. Who's better, Brady or Rogers? Rogers. I Did agree. you see the that throw to Geronimo Allison? Yeah, I saw all nine of them. <laughs> yeah, they yeah they looked good. Yeah, and he threw that without stepping on his left leg. He just uncorked it with his arm. Plus Brady's beach bod, boo. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen those pics? Hey, we're not we're not in the we're, we're not in we're body, not body shaming, shaming oh. here. Dad, not on this show. Dad bod. Not in this segment. Yeah, yeah. not on this show. All right, what's next? Next, uh, Nathan Peterman is the savior of Buffalo. Oh, is he? Because Nathan, that's Nathan interesting. Peterman save us all! <laughs> because uh, Snoop's BFF, Josh Allen, was named the starter today for the Buffalo hmm. Bills, worst team in the league. Yeah, so Nathan, by a long shot. Here's how bad. Well, first off, let's talk about the, how bad the Bills are. Although, they wait, who did the Jets play? Uh, the Jets played on Sunday Monday, night. Sunday night. Monday, no, night. Monday night. Monday night first game. Oh, now I'm blanking on because that. Because whoever they played might be the worst team in the league. Oh, the, they played the Lions. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. sorry, Mikey. No, no, no. Yeah. They're not the worst team <laughs> in the league. They have the worst quarterback in the league. And the coach. He's very accurate. Matt Patricia but to keep, the other team. But keeps passing it yeah. to the wrong guys, yes. He thought they were in their uh, home whites. Uh, Nathan Peterman was 
for that game, uh, where I just, I lost it here. Oh, here it is. Click the tab. He was what four for sixteen? Do I have that right? Peterman. Yeah, sounds right. Yeah. And he got I benched. like the Bills, and too, he got man. Benched. They're a likable team. So they brought in Josh Allen. My How'd guy, that go? Josh Allen. Six foot five, 237 pounds out of the University of Wyoming, the cowpokes. Yep. Uh, Hot unis. That's the only thing nice. they got going for them, though. Brown he, and yellow, good combo. He came in just to save the day. Uh, went six for 15. How many picks? Uh, no picks, actually. Sacked three times. Uh, Those are might for as well a be whopping picks. 74 yards on six throws 74 yards on on 15 throws only six uh six receptions six 74 yards 74 yards what so he's that, been like named four the starter. yards a throw he's been named the starter this this week uh basically the only reason he's in there is because he's six foot five like let's let's just get this out of the way he has nobody to throw to Kelvin Benjamin he's gone. the prototypical pocket passer body right and for some reason they think coming out of wyoming he's got a big arm that he's got something he's got a big arm in but in college he wasn't any better he was a 56 percent passer in college what is that mountain west yeah mountain west yeah i looked him up on google images his arm doesn't look that it's big. not that much bigger both of his arms are about yeah. the same size yeah does he have a potato face one he kind of wears like a uh Band a thing sleeve. Of what? Yeah, sleeve over. Has he filled the sleeves though? No. But how yeah. do you, he's got fairly skinny how you, arms. How do you start behind a guy that up in this up until this time was uh, twenty four for forty nine in the in the four games he played last year? This was this is how bad Josh Allen is. You started behind a guy that had a forty nine percent completion rate, threw for two hundred and fifty two yards. That's not in a game. Or as as that's season total. As Allen Iverson likes to say, not a game, not a game, not a game, not a game. That's his career numbers in those four games. Seventy nine yards. He didn't start that game. Seventy nine yards, sixty six yards, fifty. And this 57. is Josh Allen we're talking this about is, still. This is Nathan Peterson. Oh, Nathan Peterson. The, Peterson. This is the guy he's Peter Peterman. Like like Jay Peterman. You're gonna get into that. You said you were starting to watch Seinfeld. So yeah. Uh, he threw five interceptions in a game. And then they still went out, and he played the next game. He should, Josh he should, Allen is so bad, he started behind this guy. Who could have started for the Lions? Yeah, he would probably would have thrown less interceptions. It's I do not understand. Here's my question, and I know you're going to accuse me of being a homer here, but how do you not keep A.J. McCarron if you're Buffalo? I have no idea. I don't Two-time know. national champion, decent, workable, usable quarterback. He's not. He's not a I'm superstar. Not, I don't think he's not a superstar. But he's better than Josh Allen, and he's better than Nathan Peterman. He might not. I hate to even say this. He might not. Well, he probably will turn out to be a better quarterback than Josh Allen. Josh Allen is. Is we're looking at like Booty. Paxton Lynch, Booty. Brock Osweiler. All these guys. RG three. All these guys are six foot. Well, RG three wasn't, but those other guys are six foot five. Johnny Drinker. There's something about Manziel. tall quarterbacks that GMs just love, and they're watching the wrong game. We are not sitting in a pocket passer NFL anymore. Watch the college game. Watch how it's changing. These I guys agree. Have Russell Wilson. Uh, there are a lot of smaller. Drew Brees. There are a lot of smaller guys. So I have no idea what the why the Bills traded away A.J. McCarron. I don't, he was the, per, uh, the per projected starter all the way through. Camp. The camp. Yeah. Not because he's better than those guys, but he's at least, as you said, he's usable. He's experienced. He played in a pro system in college. He won two titles, and he's been in the league three years. Yeah, I don't understand. Why, how, w- why would you trade that away? I don't understand. For two Nathan, guys that got no experience. I don't understand how Nathan Peterman is still in the league. It's it's unbelievable to me. He's like Curtis Painter. He's worse than Curtis Painter. Now that's saying something. So Josh Allen is now the savior of Buffalo. God help you, Buffalo. They're done. <laughs> they are in bad shape. And they they were a playoff team they were last a playoff year. Team last year, for the first time since what, nineteen ninety four? Since they blew four Super Bowls in a row. So he's going to be starting the game this week against. Uh, I don't even know, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Better hope he doesn't play a D. He, it's going to a big uh, D. It, the Chargers. Oh. In well, Buffalo. Yeah. Don't don't uh. 
I mean, they'll lose, but they'll probably put up 17. Josh Allen makes me so mad. They're going to put up 17 right now. Oh, they might 17. put up 17, and LaShawn McCoy will run for two touchdowns. Well. And LaShawn McCoy will probably hit the field goal, too. Shady. <laughs> Shady. I yeah. hate Josh Allen so much. I know hey guys, you do. You want to talk about Serena Williams? Yes, I, I would like. <laughs> I would love to talk about my girl Serena Williams. Yeah. Well, so what's going on? I don't watch. Everybody tennis. see this? Yeah. Everybody no. see this YouTube video? Serena, no. U.S. Open finals, Flushing's New York. Was Big City Adam there? Probably next yeah. year. I think yeah. he's talking about getting tickets next year. Uh, we sent him there. I'll, I didn't see. He was just outside drinking beers. I don't think he ever made yeah, it. Yeah, I the never got his expense report. Yeah, well, he didn't make it then. Didn't make it off the subway. Uh, <laughs> anyway, only, we only gave him subway fare, so that makes Serena sense. Williams playing representing the United States versus mm-hmm. Osaka representing Japan in the women's finals. Okay. Uh, Serena gets a penalty, a point penalty for getting coached from her box, which is illegal in the U.S. Open. Now, what, is that, what does that mean? Because it means like, that in they tennis, accu- the umpire accused her of giving sig- of, of her coach giving her signals during the game. What kind of signals do you need in tennis? You just hit the ball over the, the net. Well, I mean, like what? Like, what is the coach <laughs> going to be able to do? Say the ball's going to go over there now. Things to yeah. watch, adjustments, how to serve against this person, tendencies you see them doing. I mean, I think it's mostly yeah. Like you're watching, the, you're watching the uh, opponent more than I you're watching a, your your player. Coach, to me, reminds me of like I, I'm I'm going to put them in the same category as like an orchestra conductor, where it's like. They're there, but they, they don't. Much, they're not. It's necessary. all show. Yeah. They know what's going on. It's already. all show. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. But you gotta no, know when you, to start and stop in the orchestra. You got sheet music. It's like James Brown, though. He'd turn around and find you during the performance. Uh, James, if I'm, you not put, I'm not putting James Brown in the same category. <laughs> he was essential. But anyway. Anyway, so she gets fine, or she gets penalized a point for getting coached from her box. She raises hell with the umpire. Says, I don't cheat, never have cheated, don't need to cheat to win, which she's won she 29 uh, Grand Slams, so she absolutely does not she need does to not cheat need to win. To cheat, yeah. I mean, we're talking perhaps the, one of the greatest athletes ever in Serena Williams. Oh, I, gotta, I would put her top three easily. Oh, for yeah. sure, of all time. She's dominant. Yeah. Nobody, no, and she's coming off of, this is her first U.S. Open back after having a baby. I don't know how old she is. Is she 30? I don't know. I'll look it up. She's coming up Keep on that on. if she's not. So she explains to the umpire, at least she thought she explained to the umpire, look, I'm not cheating. I don't look at the coach. Like, I didn't even see what he was doing, this, that, and the other. We'll get to what the coach said after. She's 36? She's 36. She's what? Yeah, yeah. she's my age. Good grief. We were in high school together. Well, that's even more impressive then. Mm-hmm. But anyway, she goes back to... Uh, start the game again and he reads he announces the score and sh- then she starts going ballistic tennis is tennis is an interesting sport in that yeah. people go off on the umpire quite regularly okay. in tennis especially in big matches grand slam matches so rowdy grand like slam is that. australian open french open Wimbledon and U.S. Open. There are four Wimple, grand. Wimbledon, Wimbledon, Wimbledon and the, and, Wimbledon. And the U.S. Open. Strawberries and cream and the U.S. Open. So what does that even mean? That's what they. That's the uh, dessert or the main thing that they sell at Wimbledon is strawberries and cream. Oh, I never knew that. Oh yeah. So like, like just with like. It's a British milk, thing, so it's on it's watered down and weak. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> and it's got sheep's blood in it. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, it's some imperial kind yeah. of thing. Anyways, uh, so <laughs> she loses the game in which she was penalized a point and smashes her racket on the court. Cool. Well, because she smashed her racket, uh-huh. that the she should have gotten a warning instead of a a point uh, taken away from her the first time. Yeah. When for the quote unquote cheating, so she gets into it with the umpire again. Mm-hmm. A pointing match, a shouting match. The match is delayed. Osaka's just standing over there. It was like there four and a half minutes. I mean, it, was, uh, it, it was it, was, it like, was a long time. It was a mat. Uh, it was a long a time. A set change, right? I mean, it, it was, was a side out. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was uh, it was a long time. She ends up calling the umpire a thief because she stole a point from, or he stole a point from her. Mm-hmm. Well, in combination of that and smashing a racket, he he 
charges her with a game penalty. And this is the second match, second set of the match. Hmm. So now she's serving to stay in the match. So it was 3-4, now it's 3-5. And so he awarded Osaka a game, and she goes on to lose the entire match. Hmm. Well, I thought all the uproar, there's a lot of uproar afterwards and everything about the sexism and mm-hmm. that they're treating women differently than they treat men and he couldn't handle a woman getting in his face, all that. I went back and watched watched it all again on YouTube mm-hmm. and she brought all of these points up in terms of it being sexist and the problems she's mm-hmm. had over the history of the U.S. Open. This is the third time she's had problems with the U.S. Open. She got thrown out and defaulted in a match for cussing at a line judge back in like 04, 08. Oh, really? Something back, yeah, she cussed at a line judge, and they disqualified her. Hmm. So she's had, uh, she's had these. I'm yeah, sure this is go part for of the narrative here, yeah. but she is not the first tennis player to Has cuss Has anybody out. ever seen a John McEnroe match or exactly. a Jimmy Connors match or exactly. Rafa Nadal those, match? Those, no. Some of those or matches. Or Federer? No. Federer has broken his racket. Djokovic broke his racket. One dude, it might have been Del Potro, he broke his racket, went over to the bench, pulled another racket out of the bag, pulled the cellophane off it, and smashed that one. (laughs) Yes. I mean, it's insane. I don't know what you did, but you're bad too. Right. So I'm I'm like watching the narrative and the things going on on Twitter and everything, thinking, well, it's maybe it's a little reach for the sexism thing, all this, but then I go back and watch it all. She brought it up in the moment. She's totally got a point that people have said worse things. John McEnroe has cursed out umpires, has threatened that they'll never coach one of his matches again, which is exactly what she threatened him with. Uh, Rafa Nadal has done the same thing uh, over the years. Now, Serena's very vocal. Serena bitches and moans a lot, but a lot of tennis players do that, and And she has won 29 grand slams. Tennis is like... Uh, baseball in a lot of ways where yes. you, you are going to get it's into part a of very it. verbal part exchange of with, with the umpires. It's a one, it's a it's it's like a golf or anything like that where it's you and only you. Right. And so people get charged up. He, she felt like the umpire accused her of cheating. Um, it got a little tricky later on because her coach admitted that he was coaching mm-hmm. her. And she didn't know that at the time, so I think there may be a rift between her and her her coach now. But everybody coaches. It's like an unspoken, under-the-table thing like everybody I mean, if you watch Chilich, if you watch Chilich play, he doesn't serve without looking at his box, ever. From the video they showed of the coach right before the event happened, Looking at him. It was him. a thumbs up. Yeah, it was, and it was some motion with his arms, like he was trying to say, stay in the lines. Right. It didn't seem like heavy coaching, if any coaching, but when I'm thinking And about, you can't prove whether she saw that or not. And it, he's, he has rows of people in front of him, and she's the, she's actually in like a bowl. She She's right down. Arthur Ashe, Arthur Ashe Court, yeah. So the likelihood to me that she would have even seen what he was doing, let alone then understand what he's trying to say without right. like lip lipping any like mouthing right. anything. And which her. he did not. Yeah. yeah. So it just seems like it seems like quite a stretch. Right. That, that that could be that she felt like she was getting coaching. And let us not forget that this sexism thing I think is even more uh is demonstrated even more in a in a more legitimate argument from Serena because her sister Venus Williams, who is also a monster champion, is solely responsible for the purses in Major League Tennis between men's and women's players being equal. She changed that at Wimbledon six, eight, ten years ago. Right. Yeah. I mean, where yeah. she made an argument that why are the men making one, two, three million dollars more than the women champions? And so now all of the purses in major tennis, professional tennis at the Grand Slams, maybe throughout all of tennis, but at least at the Grand Slams, are now the equal. Equal earnings. That's the worst part about all of this is what it did to the young Osaka from yeah. Japan is that it totally tainted her first Grand Slam title, her first major championship. And I think she's like she a teen? twenty years old, nineteen yeah. or twenty years old. Yeah, yeah. So that was terrible. She was crying the whole trophy tournament about it. Serena got teary eyed and mm. upset about it. It was just, it was a complete meltdown. Well, U.S. Open, U.S. Open is 
over the years, especially when it comes to Serena Williams, is a little bit filthy. Yeah. It really is. Um, did you see her quotes afterwards, Naomi Osaka's quotes, saying, like, she apologized to the crowd. For winning? Said, uh, for winning. Yeah. I know you wanted it her to disgusting. win. It was disgusting. I know you did I hated that win. she did that. I mean, I get it. Uh, and it's a, I, I'm sure there are major cultural differences uh, in terms of how she's thinking about it, but I hated that she did that because I'm convinced the game penalty or not, she had Serena. I mean, I think she was going to win. I don't, yeah. I would, I think you can make an argument that the one game penalty didn't affect the outcome, but it certainly, I mean, that second set might have gone to a tie break. Because Serena was getting ready to, I mean, it stole Serena's serve too. It was a three-four game. Serena getting ready to serve to tie it. It stole her serve and went five-three and gave the serve back to Osaka. So I have a couple of things. Um, first off, here is her quote. She said, "I know that everyone was cheering for her. I'm sorry mm-hmm. it had to end like mm-hmm. this. I just I heard want to her say, say thank you for watching the match. I don't know. I just felt like everyone was sort of unhappy." up there and I know that the ending wasn't really how people wanted it to be. I know that in my dreams I won like in a very tough competitive match. So I don't know. I just felt very emotional and felt like I had to apologize. So it's kind of inter- like mm. that's that's something. Mm-hmm. My other thing when oh, you're surrounded by all these fans who are yeah, you know, like yeah. you get the vibe that like you're not you're not wanted. Yeah. So yeah. Well and tennis is very finicky too. Mm-hmm. It's whoever's up is getting the cheering. Yeah. Right. Typically. So um, my other, it's not even a point. It's, it's really just a question. Knowing that, knowing there's the machinations of the game that we kind of went through, hey, here's what it did to her. Here's what giving up the game penalty did to the match. Knowing how April or Naomi Osaka responded, knowing what Serena Williams brought up as far as possible sexism or the, the right. frustration she's had at right. the U.S. Open. For you... Mm-hmm. Someone who watched this, someone who actually enjoys tennis mm-hmm. more than, definitely more than Rowdy. Yeah. yeah. But more than me. Yeah. Like, what do you hope the narrative is? Like, what do you want to see people talk about and run with and move forward with? Well, I think that it, there definitely is a double standard between the complaining or whatever you want to talk about it in terms of between men and women. I've watched tennis since I was a kid, I remember Jimmy Connors, John McEnroe, Agassi, all these guys, and Michael them, Chang. Michael Ch- Michael Chang was my favorite player. He could never get past fifth in the world, but he was my favorite player back in the day. My favorite was Arantxas Sanchez. Oh, Vicario. the the inventor of the grunt, Arantxas yeah. Sanchez Vicario out of yeah. Spain. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely think that tennis is tennis. I think there's there's a, a, a significant argument to me, to be made that tennis is elitist. In a lot of ways, especially when you watch Wimbledon, that's part of why and the, the Williams sisters coming out of Compton was such a big story. Exactly, exactly, and then being people, no one looked like, and them. there being people of no color. One, no one was. No black. one wore beads in their no hair. One wore beads. No, one no one wore one, bright colors no like one was that. Grunting and grunted like that. No, no one dominated like that. No one like had that. the size that they had. Exactly, it was a different game. Yeah, it was no, a slower game. You they never came s- in and played. That's right. Quote unquote, played like men. You never saw a woman serve. Like the like Venus Williams until Venus Williams came on the scene, uh-huh. and then little Serena came up and she was even more powerful than Venus. Mm-hmm. But everybody forgets about Venus. Venus started every you it all. You say that everybody forgets. Everybody they forgets do. Michael Vick played at Virginia Tech. They no, do. No one. But, we all know Venus Williams. Yeah, but people don't realize <laughs> all the things she did in terms yeah, of her I power, didn't know that. her dominance, her the political aspect of her uh, getting the the equal pay. She was one of the first women tennis players ever to have her own brand. Uh She has the Venus 11 brand, you know, all these kinds of things. So what I would, can I, can I go ahead? Put in with this one thing that you're bringing up the brand. That was something that happened right at the beginning of the U S open is that the French open director or president came out and said that she thought Venus Williams catsuit was inappropriate. Serena's. Serena's catsuit yeah. was inappropriate. And it was and all for blood clots. Yeah. Because she has a blood clot problem. And she has for years. After her pregnancy, yeah. it got even worse. Well, she, she's, she's like, had a lot of it. clots in her lungs over the years. Yeah. Even. I have to wear Jeez. it to stay alive to play the game and play it at its highest level. And <laughs> wow. I'm the reason and, that people are coming in. And the seats, irony so. that the French are going to complain about fashion. 
Are you kidding me? <laughs> so, you know, that's another layer of this. The same that she's coming off the last Big Ten or uh, uh, Grand Slam tournament. You're right. Where and then that people were kind of complaining. And she came back rowdy in the U.S. Open and wore a tutu, the most hmm. feminine thing she could think hmm. of, and dominated hmm. early. <laughs> uh, so, I'm what sorry, I would like to, to see happen. What's the big big story? What do you want to see? As I would, I think that women's women's uh, Matches should be umpired by women. Hmm. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. No, it makes sense. Yeah. Why don't we see more women umpires, especially in these finals matches? You know, I'm not saying that all women's matches have to be umpired by women, but why aren't the women's finals matches umpired by women? What's the advantage there? What do you? I see think that change? it's more of a of a of a language thing. I think they can, like. I think you get rid of, rid of this, what everything I've read is that, you know, pe- whether it's accurate or not, I don't know, but people are accusing this umpire that he made these penalties because he doesn't take kindly to being dressed down by a woman. And shown up. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And this guy is a major umpire. Mm-hmm. I mean, this isn't his first rodeo. He has umpired finals matches in Grand Slam tournaments many times before. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand why there aren't more women um, women umpires in center court finals matches. Mm-hmm. And you have to treat all the players the same. John McEnroe, I watched YouTube cut-ups the other night. John McEnroe cursing people out, calling them names, threatening them. You all can't this. be serious. Yeah, Rafa Nadal's done the same thing. Yeah. Djokovic has done the same thing. Right. Uh... uh Federer has done the same thing. Right. I mean, all these guys, these major players, have all done the same thing. And so I, I definitely, at first, I'll be honest, at first, my gut reaction when she brought, because they just turned the gain all the way up on those court mics, and mm-hmm. you could hear everything that was being said. And she started talking about men aren't treated like this, and I thought, oh, okay. Because I have... I have a short fuse with Serena because she is a belly aker. She's she is a bit of a drama queen, relative to other women I got, players. I got side eyes from other women. From she Rob. is. She's very vocal. Mm-hmm. She's very aggressive in a lot of ways. That's not a. So you that's have a not with women that's, being vocal. No, that's not. Mm-hmm. He's got another. <laughs> yeah, the problem with they got another. Their <laughs> They should know their place. <laughs> I don't know why they have shoes on. Yeah, first if, of all, if women share their opinions, yeah, they're, belly it's not outside a, the home and they're not right. putting up the dry mm-hmm. clean, it's, the cleaning on the line. It's not an indictment. It's just you don't see that a lot in women's tennis. So what? You do. Who wait, cares? The, it, th- that shouldn't penalize people when they do do that. It doesn't matter. And I was real dis- I was real disappointed <laughs> to see uh, Martina Navratilova come out with some critical comments of Serena because oh, she's she the best women's player ever. She, well, until now. Yeah, she came but, out. I didn't yeah, see that. She said she acted inappropriately. And I thought. Man, that's just because Martina never had to complain because nobody ever got close. Yeah, you, know? it, so, you have to be more demure or something. Yeah. Like, oh, it's well, a and game. she's an Austrian, so it's a completely different kind of kind of vibe. Always said, you know, kind of. There's always been this like um, sex appeal that was supposed to come along, like when the grunting happened. Well, these these are athletes, sure, but they're also supposed to be like. Demure women, sexual yeah, icon sure, kind of things, sure. and, and and the Williams sisters came out and said, "No, we're athletes first, and you're gonna you're going to right. view us as that, and you're gonna view us as equals." First of all, the U.S. Open needs to get over whatever they got against Serena. I don't know what it is, but but the only time I've ever seen her have major problems like this has been in the U.S. Open. This happened three times at least, mm-hmm. and she brought that up on the court the other night. Secondly, women in the chair. Mm-hmm. I think. And look, competition is competition. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. If you're pissed, if you think mm-hmm. you've been wronged and you got some words for the umpire, the umpire should be able to take it. They, they should take a, uh, a, their cues from baseball. Well, baseball needs to change, too. It doesn't need to go the way it goes. But Well, a lot so, of that is just, so you're, is just drama, too. So you're... Kind of what you hope the legacy of this match is is more that changes that it, that could occur from what she said. Yes. Okay. And and, and I and like I say, I'll say I'll say it again. I was caught off guard by the inst her instant 
her, her taking it instantly to the sex sexism thing. Like I didn't expect it to go there, so it kind of caught me off guard. But then as it played out, and the more I thought about it, and the history of Venus working real hard to get even money and all these things. I mean, it makes sense in kind of the legacy exactly of the Venus sisters like or two, the Williams sisters. Two weeks sisters. ago, the French open director and, said that. And her things. costume, you know, like nobody's bitching and moaning about what the men are wearing. Right. Nobody can't. You know? I'm Nike, yeah. Nike has thrown you, a ton of... You must of not be reading my blog. shorts are getting too long boys shorts are getting too long uh, tennis is tennis is elitist enough i think just because it's so global and it's and it you know every stadium has a royal box and it's this kind of you know aristocracy that goes along with it that you know it's time to even the playing field here it's the only sport where the balls have fuzz fuzz that's right Fuzz. They don't have to shave the fuzz. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I will say this. That's a good throwback there. I love it. It's a little fancier, right? But I will say this, too. Remember the Billie Jean King matchup against a man? I forget his name off the top. Yeah. Good movie about that. So this is within the historicity of tennis, too. And John McEnroe has gone on the record plenty of times saying Serena would get destroyed by any man in the top Hundred huh. in men's tennis. I could not disagree more. I'd love to see her play Isner, Bobby. Riggs. She would run Bobby Riggs. She would run him to death. I'd love to see some of these matchups. I don't buy it. Yeah, you um, know, the court is the same size for everybody. So something I, I want to bring it back to, um, just shortly, is let's not forget that a twenty-year-old who grew up basically in a time. Her entire life, she has known the Williams sisters. And she has a sister that plays tennis as well. It's not as good as her, but yeah. they modeled their entire development after the Williams mm. sisters. So these are the first people in that next wave. In that next wave. generation. And that could be huge, too. I, I think... I feel terrible for Naomi Osaka. She'll come yeah. back, though. So I she, think that's something to remember. I know... I, I agree with you. I think the legacy of this match will be some of the things that Serena brought up. Mm-hmm. I hope what's not lost in history, just like we had to do with uh, Bobby Riggs, right. that yeah. it's not lost that Naomi Osaka played. An oh, ama- she's gonna- she had an amazing tournament. And I, I'm, she not, did. I'm not saying this to take away anything away from what the I think the legacy of this will be, but I hope it's not forgotten in the annals of time that... You know, oh no, she's got yeah. she's got ten grand slams in her. Well, Osaka, hot. Osaka. You, sounds like you're pretty hot under the collar about this a little bit. Well, it's I, just come on, man. But like, I hear I, you know what I'm hearing. What? I'm hearing a little sizzle. You know what that sizzle means? What? Hot taters. Hot taters. <laughs> we got some popping taters. That's what we call a smooth transition, Love ladies it. and gentlemen. Here in Segway, welcome to Hot Taters. Where Tater gives us his hot takes on the next week's picks. Sizzle, sizzle. You're, you, For those of you who don't know, like I'm Rowdy. Like Rowdy. I've also <laughs> been. I'm. I'm. I've also been known to be called Tater. <laughs> yes. so, but so, yeah, by an uncle, right? The name. And uh, my aunt and uncle. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a sharp. He's a sharp, folks. He's got. He's got all the hottest tips. He for does. How did he do last week? Last week he was two and one. He picked, we gave him the teaser. He picked Oakland plus nine, Atlanta plus five, and I gave you a lot of points. Cincy plus seven and a half, and you came out. He didn't need any of that seven and a half from Cincy. Good. Give him a, put it on something else. Give it to him. <laughs> yeah. Nope, nope, we're good. Jack Doyle, no. nice. So for this season, so far, Tater, you are four and four. Cool. That's Rowdy. five hundo. Excellent, excellent job. Uh, so I'm going to give you a choice this week mm. on your picks. Okay. Are we going uh, the amateur, uh, the amateur circuit, or are we going the pros? NCAA or pro? What What do you guys think would be more interesting? I'll, I'm always a fan of NCAA, but let's do it. Let's do right. NCAA. All right, we'll start at the late game. Okay, probably uh, Thursday my, night. <laughs> no. We do a action. Uh, 10:30 p.m. Arizona State. The Fighting Herm Edwards, Sun Devils versus San Diego State, University Aztecs. Aztecs will conquer. We've got Arizona State, uh, a road favorite at minus five and a half. It's going to be the Aztecs. It's going to be the Aztecs. Wow, you didn't even want to. No, I don't care. Okay, San Diego State University. Next up, uh, we got an SEC tilt here, folks. Uh, Quarterback University, LSU. (laughs) 
<laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> the plane in the plains is that right? At Auburn. At Auburn. Yeah, from the we're, we're from uh, Death Valley to Auburn here. From Death yeah. Valley to Auburn. To the plains. We've got uh, we've got Auburn a, a minus ten home. Okay. I got home ten and favorite. a half, but you giving them ten minus ten. I got minus ten on okay. my sheet here. Ten point favor. Uh, Auburn number seven, LSU number twelve. Are you interested in where the War, mo- War Eagle? Oh War my! Eagle. He don't want no points. Okay, minus ten. All right. So I got a couple choices here now. Do oh, we got to go? do this three thirty game coming out of Boone Pickens Stadium. Uh, Boone Pickens Stadium. The what Pokes. Is it? Uh, Boone Pickens Stadium. Boone T Boone Pickens. Pickens. T Boone Pickens. Yeah, uh, Oklahoma State. He's oh, an okay. oil baron and he oh, owns geez. the. Basically, the college. Okay. Boise State. <laughs> Smurf Broncos. turf. Have you ever seen their Smurf turf? Rowdy, no. they're the only team that plays on blue AstroTurf. Oh, okay. Well, AstroTurf isn't a thing anymore. Which team was that? Boise. Boise, okay. Boise State. Ducks crash into it all the time because they think it's water. <laughs> they're in Stillwater. Uh-huh. If you're in Stillwater, you got to visit Eskimo Joe's. Tell them what I hear. Sports, sports sent you. Yep. Uh, Boise is, or I'm sorry, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma A&M, two and a half. formerly, two and a half, minus two and a half. Who you got? Wait, Boise or Oklahoma? Boise, Boise State or Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. State. Or you can call mm. them a Oh, okay. So you got the Broncos versus the Cowboys. Yep. It, the line mm. opened at my at, uh, Oklahoma State minus three and a half. Uh, it's moved to minus two and a half at this point. With a lot a, of money heading over to Boise. With the over under I've, 64. I've picked, 64. I've picked on Oklahoma a decent amount on this podcast over the Don't do it. years. Don't do it. No, <laughs> go ahead. No, they're your. Hey, they're your hot picks. You're the sharp. Don't tell, don't let me t- tell you what to do. Today's not gonna be the day I redeem myself. <laughs> Let's go with Boise because no, I, I love it. it. I yeah. love it. Boise, the pride of the Mountain West and the G5. They could do it here. You know folks. that's right. all right. Now, where are we going next? Uh, we're gonna go uh, all the way to uh, to Dallas. Mm-hmm. We're gonna say Ohio State, the Buckeyes. At Boys and TCU. Nuts. Horned okay. Frogs. What's TCU? Texas Christian. Texas Christian oh. University. Ohio State minus 14. It's going to be Ohio State. And Ohio State just laying all those points. TCU could be good. I don't know. TCU's number 15. They're going to lose one without Urban, aren't they? And the last one. Ah, this is one I love. Can't wait. Fox is just is so irritated that they have this as their prime time we slate. Mount- Former powerhouses and now uh, sleeping drunk uncles, USC at oh, Texas. Oh, yes. Going into Austin. Oh. Into uh, an environment that maybe was at some one point this intimidating, is the, but at this point it's. Uh, this it's is the AutoZone Mediocrity Bowl. <laughs> yes, this is. What was that bowl? That doesn't matter. You said USC USC at Texas. Texas Texas is the home favorite minus three. This is the GE microwave chicken wala bowl. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with Texas. Texas minus three. Oh, Texas plus three three and a half or plus three? I got plus three over here. I'll give you plus three. Over under 48. Not a chance. All right. So to recap. Uh, Rowdy is going with, oh, I forgot that line. San Diego State at uh, plus five and a half. Auburn at minus 10. Boise at uh, plus two and a half. Yep. Ohio State minus 14. I don't know, against TCU. And Texas plus three over USC. Yeah. Rowdy, it's great. I love it. Southern California. Hot, hot, hot taters hit again. I see you going five and oh. Okay. Five and zero this week. Sounds Aren't good. Aren't there only so four picks? There's five. Oh, five games. I got okay. five games here. Okay. So, all right. So this has been Hot Taters once again. Thank you, Rowdy. Thanks what for joining us. What about the teasing part? <laughs> do you want? Do you, you want to tease? Teased? Do you want? Some well, you want to tease up some right, points? Here, here right. Who you got to give points to? All right. When Rowdy asks a question that's mildly about sports, it's yeah, me. It's, it, we're, what, all, we're all over what, it. What, what he's really saying is, but I have a website yeah. pulled up. Right. Right. Here you go. Ready? Why don't you slip into something more comfortable? Like a coma. Hey, I'm teasing. <laughs> and that's been Hot Taters. <laughs> Thank you, Rowdy. No problem. All right, hyper-local news. Oh, yeah. I got a little hyper-local. Are we going to the roost? We're going to the, the roost. The University uh, Soaring Ravens? Yes. I'm going to... 
Uh, the roost fell out of the tree today, oh, <laughs> or this Saturday, yeah, I should all the say. Been smashed. Uh, we got a score uh, for the uh, Anderson University Fighting Ravens versus the Indiana Wesleyan. Oh, uh, no. What what's their mascot? It doesn't matter. Gas City the Lightning. Jesus freaks. Mm. Uh, Indiana Zach Wesleyan Randolph. Wildcats. This oh, out of conference wow. game. Wow. Uh, AU put up six. Yeah, oh, good, okay. Uh, the Wildcats put up 61. <laughs> oh, they see, that's... That's, <laughs> that's 10X. Yeah. <laughs> You're on the I wrong... I know. That's the 10X, ladies and You're gentlemen. Side of that that one, is I just have a few interesting t- statistics to read off here. Uh, first downs. AU, four. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, the Wildcats, 29. <laughs> uh, rushing and yards. That, that, you know what that sounds like to me? That they got to as near the end of the game, they're like, ah, uh, shit, we got to the line again. Just yeah. go down. Let's yeah. just go down. They just put in the they put in all the freshmen yeah. for Indiana Wesleyan. They just broke three of the free yeah. of the line. There's just open field in front of them, but they're like, I should I should probably go. Oh, down. it gets better. <laughs> Rushing yards. Indiana Wesleyan Wildcats, five hundred and six. Five hundred and six rushing yards. <laughs> Anderson, eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> Passing yards. Indiana Wesleyan Wildcats, 127. When you're running it, why throw why it? Why throw it, yeah. Anderson, 30. <laughs> oh my God. Total offense for the Indiana Wesleyan Wildcats, 633 yards to Anderson's 48. 48. I, can, I can do that math. <laughs> I mean, this new coach, what are we doing here, sir? Head coach Steve Rock. I do not smell what you're cooking. <laughs> All right. So that's uh, in, uh, next week we got somebody that's going to kick the <laughs> crap out of them. So yes. I'll report next week. <laughs> Protect the roost. Go Ravens. Okay. Cool. Wow. Well, hey fellas, to close us out, I just had a, a quick uh, segment here. So the other day, uh, SB Nation tweeted. What's your most unpopular sports opinion? And so I thought what we could do is just run through some of these, and you can say agree or disagree, all right? Okay. So, uh... Well, okay, so what's that... Well, like, can you give me an example that maybe we're not going to run through? Like, what do you mean sports opinion? Yeah, just a thing that you think about sports. That may or may not be... That uh, many people may disagree with. Who did this? SB Nation. Okay. It was on their Twitter feed. On the tweets? Tweets, yeah. feeds? Somewhere on through... These first couple, I think we can safely say, we're going to agree with this as a podcast. Are any of them Josh Allen is trash? No. Josh Allen... That's a very that, that, popular that opinion on this podcast. <laughs> All right. So, so the first one... Uh, the promotional relationship between professional sports and the military is a cynical brand of performative patriotism that ultimately undermines both institutions. I think, as a podcast, of course we agree with that, because we've talked about that multiple yes, times. Yes, absolutely, but hold on. Here's another one. That's unpopular? Uh, for a lot of people, yeah. That's, that's... Hey, just go with it. We're not going to dissect. We're going to roll. All right, next one. You guys see that meme of uh, Nancy no, Kerrigan and Tanya Hardy? We don't have time. Okay. Next Take one. a knee. Sports that have judges should not be considered sports. I think oh, yeah. oh nailed it. Right? Did we nailed put it. that in? No, we but that? That, that we could have. We, if you we are, are getting ripped off left and right. If you, All right, are, next. If you are on Twitter, we're SportsX3Pod. Yeah. yeah. Next. Give us an app. Give all, us a all sports should be co-ed. Agree uh, or disagree? On this, like... Teams should be yeah, co-ed, a, uh, mixed, or mixed gender uh, co-ed teams. Every t- every I, every. Sport. I don't agree with. That. I tend to disagree with that yeah. as well. Well, okay, I agree, but whatever. <laughs> Next, any team or sports organization that puts the word nation after its name as a form of fan branding is compensating for a small fan base. Uh, like Steel, like Steeler Nation, Steeler Nation, no. Raider. No, not at all. No, uh, no? Steeler fans. I've gone to games. Across the country, that uh, the Steelers aren't playing, and there are people with Steelers jerseys on. It's insane. Okay. All right. Uh, next, grown men shouldn't wear jerseys unless they're playing in the game. Um, I don't totally agree with that. I don't either. But I, I have worn yeah. jerseys, but that was in my younger years, yeah. in my twenties. I, I don't think I've worn a jersey since I was thirty. I think there's two two things that kind of change this. One, if it's some sort of uh, like soccer jerseys legendary. are like not a bad shirt. Yeah, just on true. a day-to-day basis. But like legendary players. Excuse me, 
Kits. Kits. That's right. Yeah. Legendary players, those are a pass. Yeah. College football yeah. jerseys, that's a no-go. Yeah. No, it's, because wait, the number what, changes every year. Well, and once you're in, like, once you're past 28, yeah. like, that's weird. If, yeah. you, if you're, you're, 20, actually, if yeah, you're actually, 28 and not working yeah. on a graduate degree, get the hell out <laughs> that's, of here. That's what yeah. uh, somebody else tweeted back, said, I partially agree with that. They said, I refuse to wear a jersey of a player younger than me. Exactly. Which, yeah. exactly. Yeah, right, when I, I realized okay. Joseph Adai was younger than me, that was a hard day. All right, moving on to the world of football. Peyton Manning is uh -huh. better than Joe Montana is better than Tom Brady. Uh, Peyton Manning is better than Joe, Joe Montana. Montana is yes. better than Tom Brady. Joe Montana is not better than Tom okay. Brady. Okay, okay. No. All right. And I hate Tom Brady. And their their rationale for this was give give Peyton Bill Belichick and the Pats defense and he wins seven Super Bowls. Oh, I would agree with that. Yeah. Okay. If Snoop wasn't in the can, I think he would agree with okay. that too. Maybe right. we'll, we'll, we'll maybe we'll, we'll roll see, back we'll, to we'll that. We'll see what Snoop thinks about this. We'll one. roll back to that. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is the most talented quarterback to ever play football. Absolutely agree. Most talented. I mean, he's 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 up there for sure. So I could roll roll back to that. I, I heard roll it. back. I heard okay, because okay. I think this rolls into Peyton the Aaron Manning Rodgers. better than Joe Montana, better than Tom Brady. So because it, it rolls into the Aaron Rodgers thing too. I think Aaron Rodgers is probably one of the most athletic. Mm -hmm. I, agree. I don't know. I don't know if that's that controversial to say. No, it's not. But, remember, but, the, remember, guys, these are supposed to be just yay or nay. But Peyton, yes, but Peyton Manning, you could make a highlight reel of of like dead wounded duck throws tom brady you can make a highlight reel or a low light reel of him overthrowing open receivers whoa, whoa. what happened what'd you do i guess you didn't uh -oh. mute that track uh-oh uh -oh. we're getting excited for the end here i okay. guess that uh, was a, a sign joe, i don't know what happened joe montana you can make a highlight reel of him throwing it less than eight yards because he was in the first in the west coast offense so different systems i said peyton manning's better than joe Mont montana but Joe Mont, I don't yeah, remember what I said. Yeah, All right. I agree so, with that. How about this that. one? Brett Favre is the most overrated player in NFL history. Disagree. Only, only Super Bowl win was because of an elite defense, just a big box score QB in an era before big box score QBs were the norm, more known for epic screw-ups than any good QB ever. Disagree. And, and don't forget about Desmond Howard. He had a really good Super Bowl that year. Disagree. Yeah. Okay. I, I, He's not overrated. Disagree. How about that, this one? I know, you, I know you will have some strong opinions about this one. Okay. Tim Tebow will play in the NFL again. Nope. <laughs> Not a chance. As, right. as what? How about, yeah. the, how about that, this one? That is a really controversial take. Not like, a chance. That's dumb. That is a really dumb thing. Well, that's what Not you a think. Chance. That's yeah. why they said it's unpopular. What, you got to get rid of the ball in an average of 1.4 seconds? 1.4 seconds, he hasn't even got the ball behind his shoulder yet. We can all agree that football is fundamentally changing, but it's not fundamentally changing in a way that's Into going, slow motion. That's going Speaking to of, right. Tim Tebow you know, out. the NFL needs to change. One option is to remove all padding and helmets except for rugby-style protections. This forces the players to tackle carefully. What do you think about that? No. Okay. I don't think it's a bad idea because uh, not Mar Marcellus Bennett. Martellus. Martellus Bennett. I think because his brother is, I can never remember which Bennett's which. I know one plays offense, one plays defense. But he plays with punters' pads hmm. for this very reason because he, he plays Movement. with... Movement. Yeah, he thinks that if you, if you wear bigger pads, then you won't tackle correctly, and you won't block correctly, uh -huh. and you won't you won't move correctly. That's why USC can't tackle anybody. That's yeah. Once they get to the pros, <laughs> because they give them regular ass pads instead of big ass pads. All right. So he, next so next option. I would agree with. Okay, that. you agree. Yeah. Okay. Next option. Same. No pads except players are allowed to do as many steroids as they want. Let's see the peak. They already. They already body. do that. There Same. You that. Uh, next question. Yeah. Same, okay. but more steroids, also lingerie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. That's right. where we're going. Powder puff. Also, yeah. uh, touchdowns are worth three points. No. No. Okay. Uh, the NFL should mandate that every team has a colored end zone. No. This guy I, says, I've said it my whole life. It looks 100 times better. <laughs> well... No, okay. I don't think that is even the okay. uh, approved term at this point. I okay. don't think colored right. is what colored. the end zones like to be called. All, All right, right. Uh, I can I, I, I tell you what I'll save I'll save some more of these uh, for for later. Some of these unpopular. We got opinions. forty seconds. Give us one more. Yeah. No, we got it. We got to do the outro. 
Oh, that's true. So what we got, Snoop? You know we love you. Man, that line gets me every time. And maybe you know some other people who would be willing to let us love them, too. <laughs> I wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you, if you know someone who's a fan of Les Pads. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Ugh. Uh, co-ed sports. Serena Williams, co-ed sports. Fort NBA, Wayne, Indiana. NBA 2K, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Female umpires. Uh, then tell us, tell them about this podcast so we can love on them. That's uh, just weird. All over them? Shoot them a link to this episode. Let them know we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on all the places. Soon to be on NBA 2K19. Yeah. We'll see. Uh-huh. All, all Fort Wayne. Get the sports, All the Fort Wayne Madden's have is this stupid podcast. Yeah. Well, that's it. We did it. We did sports. Episode 55. As always, I want to thank the guru, Mikey, Jet Belly Music, the commissioner, Brandon Casburn, and the honorary ball boy this week is... Adrian Peterson. What a comeback. Wow. Looked great. Wow. Just Love it. Smacking guys around. Love it. Smacking boys around. Yeah. New episodes will be there every single Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? Bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah. Yeah.